What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Gaming with the Broscast, episode 154. We are uh, one week um, beyond our, our Game of the Year show, so if you guys have not checked that out, please go and listen to it. It was a, a blast um, talking about our, yeah. our top 10 favorite games um, of 2022. I, there, there were some surprises on there, I, th- I thought. Um, oh, yeah. There, there's some stuff I didn't think you would be on there for you, and I think the same for... For me, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun going over that. So again, if you guys haven't listened to it or or watched it, you you certainly can. Um, it was it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, we are on episode one hundred and fifty four. My name is Harrison. I am joined by my brother Nick. As always, Nick, how are you doing, buddy? It's been a kind of a crazy doing week. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, news wise, news wise, it's been a crazy week. Uh, had a good weekend. Cool. I I was invited by Brendan. To, to play axes and allies with his brother and some of their other friends. Oh, cool. Um, I don't. Have you ever played axes and allies before? I've heard of it. I've never played it though. Have you played Risk? No, but I know. What okay, it is. well, <laughs> yeah, axes and allies is like tabletop game takes place during World War II, and you yeah. you play the part of the the countries involved. And there's like a few different versions. Some of them just take place in the Pacific side. Some take place um, on the other side. But this one was the global edition. So it, all all of the countries were involved. And I, I didn't really know this going in, but it, it's kind of like a 30-hour game, depending on how, like how quickly you go through each turn. Yeah. So I, I went over there Friday night and we played four hours and we didn't get through a full turn oh gosh o- only four countries were able to do their first move and how, how and there, many people are playing uh six there's okay. nine countries and there's six people yeah. so some people like hold hold more than one country but like okay. each um country will do their their battle moves and their all of their tr- troop purchases and then it'll go to the next country and so forth and like once you get through all nine of them that's that's the end of turn one Okay. So we got halfway through turn one okay. in like four hours. And then I went over there Saturday morning at like nine. And we got through four turns in the next 14 hours. So we we played a total of 18 hours. Oh my gosh. And finished. I think we, we yeah, we finished four turns, maybe got through four and a half. And I left at like 1130. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> and they they ended up calling it a, a little bit after I left because I, I was playing as Japan and and Ian was playing as um as Italy and Germany, and I started my first turn by attacking the UK and then that got the United States involved. Yeah, which I shouldn't have done. Apparently, I, I mean I didn't, I didn't really know this, uh, so I kind of I, I kind of screwed us a little bit and then. It kind of like went downhill from there, but I really like I didn't know what I was getting into, and it was like <laughs> it was a lot. Like each turn takes there. There was twenty minutes of discussion before before each turn took place. Like each whoever whatever country went would get twenty minutes to figure out what they were going to do. Yeah, I was like, man, I've never played a game I, like this before. See, I I would love to play something like that, but. That's just a huge time investment. Yeah, it's it. I, I think I would rather play something like Risk, where 
you know, max, you're 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 taking like four hours. Yeah. And there's a lot less thoughtfulness and decisiveness going into each turn because you're really just controlling like your army of people. Okay. Yeah. And moving them along and moving them like yeah, you know, you're trying to um take over areas. Whereas in this one you have to think so far so far ahead, you have to buy troops. And then I don't know, there's like a thousand rules that even before I went over there, I spent like two hours just reading the rules. Oh my gosh. And 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 you know educating myself in all the nuances of each country because <laughs> they all had like different stuff. Yeah. Um it was fun. I don't know if I don't know if I would want to play the global version again since like we didn't even get halfway through. But yeah, so that was my weekend. And then I <laughs> Uh, and then I just hung out, played like a little bit of video games. Um, of course, watched The Last of Us, and then watched it again with with my wife. Yeah. But yeah, how was your how was your weekend? How you it, been? How you doing? It was good. Uh, I, I was a little, I was super bummed out on Friday because one of my coworkers had messaged me. He's like, "Man, I cannot believe we don't have Monday off for for MLK." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And he was like, "Yeah, he's like, this is like the first company I've ever worked with." like you know in like the professional industry or whatever mm-hmm. um that didn't have it off and i was like because i was like all, i had this i was under impression i had it off because i had it off with my other job yeah um so yeah found out on friday afternoon that i did not have it off so that was a little bit of a bummer but um which oh, it, I mean, it was fine i mean like i, I worked today but like it was so slow like it, it, I like mean, I no one's yeah i mean everyone thought we were closed so i just was like watching tv and listening to podcasts and stuff and um all day so it was it was dang i didn't know you were working today yeah yeah it's kind of kind of bummed out but it is what it is um but other than that i mean it was just a you know it was a good it was a good weekend um didn't really do much out of the ordinary but um yeah it was was solid played played some played some pokemon you know well play a little violet yeah play a little play a little violet nice um, but before we jump into what we've been playing, Nick, let's talk about let's talk about The Last of Us. Yeah, I we I'm I'm so excited to, so, to talk about this. Obviously, the, the reviews and the stuff came up um, for like outlets that got to watch the show in advance, and everything yeah. was raving. I mean, like it was at one at one point it was like a, like a hundred percent on Metacritic, which is crazy. Um, yeah, and and knowing myself and and how the PlayStation family is and in the fanboys mm-hmm. although i knew this show was going to be great just based off the reviews i still went in with it with like a grain of salt you know because like i yeah, like, yeah. tempered expectations because i you know it's, it's it's the last of us it's super hyped up um which it, it, the last of us part one, great part one and two game. are amazing incredible games and man, what did it did it live up to it, its expectations? God, did it live up? <sighs> even even from the like the very and, and are we like doing spoil? Like, I guess we can talk spoilers from episode one. Yeah, we're gonna talk like five minutes of spoilers. Um, okay, from from now until like the next, I think there's nine episodes total. So mm-hmm. whenever we talk about the Last of Us going forward, we're some, we're just gonna talk about spoilers. Um, we're we're gonna try not to talk about like part two spoilers or whatever. Just, just so, keeping it just strictly keep, to the episode. Yeah, just to the episode. Um, we we I don't know. We may dive into the actual game itself, but we'll 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 try to give you guys like a, a spoiler warning. But we'll we'll try to stick yeah. it to per episode. Um, but Nick, what are your what were your expectations going in, and and your thoughts on the show? 
Um, I was pretty. I was pretty excited going into it. I, I really liked the casting. Yeah, I think they did a great job with with Joel and Ellie. Um, and they both had like very exceptional performances. And then of course oh, Sarah's yeah. Sarah's actress was like so phenomenal, and like really made like you just feel for Joel because you could see. Yeah. You could see like what kind of relationship that they have, where like he kind of like depends on her mm-hmm. to to keep him going. Like he just loves her so much, and yeah. and she loves him, and it's it's almost like they're they're best friends. Yeah. At the same time of having a you know father daughter relationship. Well, that, that's what I loved. Like that's what I really loved about that first half. Um, is it went more into the backstory of Joel and and Sarah. Um, even yeah. even that little snippet you got at the very beginning of like in the sixties where they were talking about, you know, um, like a oh viral yeah, infection. That was cool and then like the one guy was like, well, you know, fungus is, is our biggest concern. Um, you know, just talking about the cordyceps and stuff like that. Uh, so that was a cool backstory. Cause that, that makes sense. Cause I mean, not everyone knows what cordyceps are. Um, mm-hmm. so that was really cool. And then getting that whole, I mean that, that whole first half, like before like the, the car sequence and stuff, um, even though you know, as a fan of Last of Us, you know what's coming and what's going to happen, it that whole time was just like so dreadful. Like they they did a perfect yeah, job was, of just keeping the dread going. Where, like, it was nerve wracking. Like, yeah, I was just like kind of like borderline kind of shaking a little bit because it was just so yeah. nerve wracking. Like the kind of the anticipation of it. Yeah. And just wondering like how exactly it's going to happen was. Yeah. Like such a, it was such a weird feeling, and and you know us having played it before, we know it's going to happen. But even, even when my wife watched it with with me earlier today, she was like, "Okay, I know something's going to happen <laughs> to her, but I I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know if it's you know going to be a bite from the infected or something like that. Um, and then of course, like when it actually happened, yeah, it was it was it was almost excruciating to watch because. It's it it's it was like one of the like the most like realistic on screen deaths, yeah, that I've seen in a in a long time where it's just agonizing. Yeah, because he I mean he's trying I mean, he's yelling for Tommy, which you know that that moment is is huge in the game and in like gut wrenching. But I mean Pedro Pascal's performance as Joel in that moment and, and really the whole sh- like episode nailed it. And like his performance of when she's dying. It's just, it's so realistic, man. Like, mm-hmm. God, he did, he played such, like, the casting, man. I know, I know people were, like, kind of, like, on the heels with, like, Bella Rams. It just, she doesn't look like her, I guess, whatever. But just looking at her performance after, you know, when we get into the second half, like, she is Ellie. Like, she sounds like, she sounds oh, like yeah. her, like, her little, Perfect. like, nuances and, and her attitude. Attitude, <laughs> like, her, like, her little bit of a comedic side, like, mm-hmm. is perfect. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that death scene was more gut wrenching in this series. I thought, while you know in the game it, the, the performance was amazing, like I, I I like this performance a little bit better, to be honest. Yeah, and, and it was more impactful because they built it up. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they showed Sarah going to the go to get um Joel's watch fixed. Yeah. They show her like going about her everyday life hanging out with the neighbors, like all of the kind of like little things that kind of make her such a great character and just such a great person. 
yeah it, it, it just seems like she she really cares about about people and it's it's the one person you would want to to be alive during you know during this this apocalypse right is the person who who was just nothing but caring towards other people yeah. and then of course she's the one that 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 passes and then you see joel kind of being selfish and and wanting to protect his family when when they're uh drive trying to drive out of the city and they pass yeah. that family on the side of the road and he's like someone else will come by we're not yeah. gonna stop for them I mean, he yeah he immediately goes into like apocalyptic mode and just that's all yeah. he cares about um and and yeah and i don't remember this in the game but when whenever um joel and, and sarah are watching the the movie and he gets that call from tommy does that happen in the game where he because I, I know like she wakes up at like you know two whatever uh, and two he's or gone three and he's gone but i don't know if it ever explains why why he's gone or maybe or maybe, or maybe he was working or something i don't know it, yeah it might, it might have been work but but they did a good oh, job yeah, of like, then... getting him out of the house with, with tommy getting getting arrested and he's like dude you gotta pick me up it's crazy over here like you gotta you know um yeah, yeah just... that was extremely tense that that entire scene of of her going into the neighbor's house and then coming out and joel and tommy roll up and yeah. and, and joel like that that performance right there yeah. where he just the urgency of everything of him like yelling at at sarah to get in the car him yelling at the neighbor to get back inside like yeah. he just the delivery was so oh, perfect so like i'm getting chills just thinking yeah. about that scene and... yeah i might i might rewatch it tonight to be honest you like, should um <laughs> oh but like the the scene the the kind of the build-up scene whenever whenever sarah after she gets back goes to the adler her neighbor's house oh my gosh and like she's looking at the dvd or whatever trying to find yeah. a movie and like the mrs adler's in the background and she's it's blurred out like a little bit, so you, she's not in full focus. But when she like opens up her mouth, and you can see that she's like, "Oh my gosh, she's she's infected." Um, yeah, was crazy. And then she like immediately leaves after. Uh, Look, yeah. so I have a I have a question on on that first scene where where Sarah encounters Miss Adler. Yeah, and she's infected. Yeah. So when she when she's running after her and she runs out of the house, yeah, it seemed like she kind of like almost like she died. And then she gets back. She's on the ground, and she gets back up. Do you know what happened there? Like why she just fell like that? I think I think she like you tell me when she when she came out of like the front door. Yeah, I think she just tripped. I mean, okay. I think she just it tripped. It seemed like, like she just like almost stopped working. And fell. Well, I mean, I guess I, I mean that could be the case because I mean when in the very beginning of the show, you know that that scientists talk about how the the cordycep is going to keep you alive as long as possible so maybe maybe she did maybe she's just i mean she was she was a pretty you know she was old so maybe like she did die and then the cordyceps just it brought, her back. brought her back immediately um mm. i mean that, that yeah i mean that could be i mean that could be an easy theory to to think about um but yeah and then i mean just the whole like seeing the whole house on fire was like such a beautiful shot and then you know um they finally get into like the town area and I thought it was cool that instead of like the the car hitting them, it was the a freaking airplane like came down and oh dude, it was so oh my god, yeah, such they, an awesome scene. They showed those like first two or three seven forty sevens coming in, yeah. And I mean, it looked like they were gonna crash somewhere. And then that yeah, when they're when they're back into the truck and he looks behind him, sees that the other seven forty seven crashing, and then I guess a piece of shrapnel fell off and yeah, something like bounced that. off the building and then hit the car. But that was like so cool, 
like much, much better than a car just coming in and flipping over and yeah. blowing up a gas station or whatever, whatever happened in the first, in the, in the game. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I think it was, it's really one of the most realistic to a degree of like how an apocalypse would, would start. Um, yeah. Cause I, mean, I think that's, I think that's some of my favorite moments of like zombie movies is like, I don't, I like to see how it starts like oh for like dawn of the dead and stuff like that where you know they're in their house chilling and then the daughter the daughter comes in or or maybe it's the neighbor or whatever i don't remember but she's she's zombified but Mm -hmm. yeah just stuff like that because it's it's just so dreadful um you know and then you know and there's effect there's infected everywhere uh obviously there's no mutations yet because it's so early but then that scene where they come out of the uh, through the alleyway and there's like 10 infected like all eating on the corpses whatever and the one just yeah pops up and you're like oh my god <laughs> like i forgot they were fast yeah it's super <laughs> britney's like oh my god i hate fast zombies uh, yeah and and it's kind of like it's a cool detail it seems like the 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 fungus it's it's almost like not used to controlling yeah the human body so like the the infected is just like flying all over the place, falling yeah. into cabinets and shopping carts, and it just can't. Get, it's it's not good with like momentum and and stopping momentum quickly. Yeah, so that that was just a cool little like cool little detail where it seemed like yeah, it seemed like the the fungus was like just learning how to control yeah. a human, and almost like a puppet and. Yeah, I don't know, man. Everything, everything about this first half was yeah, and then like you get the little radio cool. tidbits of like stuff happening over you know overseas mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you hear people coughing like yeah, that's when Sarah's at school, and I was just seeing all the police cars like drive by, yeah, and she's getting the watch repaired and I don't yeah, th- those little details are which I mean it interesting. It's, it's weird because like I know I know in the show they took out the spores. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think, I think they mentioned it's because of like, it'd be so hard to CGI that. I don't, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the, the cause. Um, cause that's a pretty, that's a pretty significant change for, you know, for not to be airborne yeah. versus ju- just a bite or something like that. Or, or, you know, um, close contact. I'm not quite sure how it spreads, but I'm, I'm assuming it's just a bite. Um, yeah. I'm also a little curious on, on how it actually spreads. D- didn't they say it was like, I think it's like the closest the like, fungus itself, like the. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I think it's definitely a bite or something like that. Because when whenever uh, the time skip happens twenty years later, um, and that little girl comes in, um, and they have like the chart where you know if you get bit in your legs, like it's like forty eight mm-hmm. to thirty six hours, something like that. But if it's like on your neck or arm, like you've got like maybe eight hours or whatever the case is. So I think it's a how close it is to the brain. Um, which I guess would, you know, it makes sense because that's what yeah. they control you from. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess let's just, we'll finish up in the later half. I mean, seeing that girl come in and like, you realize she's bit and I'm, I told Brittany, I was like, oh, yeah, they're, they're getting ready to kill her. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, she got, she's, they, they saw the little bite on her, or on so, her leg and they, and then they tested her. You see the red. Yep. And then they gave her the shot and I was like, yeah, they're going to, yeah, they're going to kill her. And then sure enough, like. Then Joel just picks her up and he just tosses her in like he's just dead inside pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and they did a great job of aging, aging uh, Joel. Yeah, up yeah. twenty years. I was wondering how they were going to do that because like he looked a little bit old, older than thirty six. Yeah, <laughs> in the beginning. Uh, 
but they did they did a good job of like aging him up and just you know making it making it look like he's been in a in an apocalypse for 20 years yeah um yes. yeah so the second half like kind of focuses on fedra which is kind of like the the government organization that that came into place um during the during the apocalypse and you know kind of set it up these uh quarantine zones the qz's yeah and then you have the fireflies who are like the rebellion groups that are going against fedra and and then of course you have ellie who um who is currently uh, i guess in captive by firefly like yeah they yeah. they kind, kind of cat they saved her and then captured her i don't know well i did that part didn't make a lot of sense and i couldn't remember it from the game because it's been so long but like marlene said that that she we, placed her we she placed her in fedra school so but there's no way oh. that they would have known that she had like that the, the immunity then um so that part was a little confusing to me because I don't remember that from the game. I mean, and, and you know, it, they could have, you know, done something different. But um, I, I wonder if I wonder if eventually they're going to reveal that like her her parents were immune or something, and they maybe pass that down to her. Maybe, and that they like died or something, and yeah. and they couldn't really find a cure based off of their immunity I, I don't know that yeah, that was kind of weird yeah i, 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 I that and again I, that, that that could be straight out of the game I, I just couldn't remember um yeah how that was involved but i thought that that was kind of strange but uh but yeah i mean and then you know the rest of the episode you know to, the main focus is joel wants to find tommy he's he's missing or mm-hmm. hasn't you know responded in a few weeks um you know and then so him and him, him and tess yeah him and tess uh I don't know, sneak into the the building trying to find Robert and then find out the fire they the 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 fireflies killed him or there was a battle or whatever and Oh yeah. When, yep, that's when um they meet that's up. That's when they do a little Yeah, do a little swap. Um but yeah, but before before we kinda jump off of The Last of Us, uh just that, that one moment where they're after they've already got outside the walls and they, they run into that to that Fedra officer and he's got that the gun f- focus that like focused on him and mm-hmm. uh joel gets that you know that ptsd flashback yeah and just goes ham, goes ham on, on that, that guy, guy. <laughs> and then i'm sure you saw like ellie in the background she does this like kind of like creepy sidestep in, yeah. the, in the the lightning flashes and she's like smiling watching him beat up on this officer if you if you didn't if you didn't catch yeah. it you should try to catch it next time but like it was just almost like creepy how she like she almost like wanted to get a better view of him just beating the crap out of this officer because she yeah. she you know wants someone to fight for her like that yeah yeah kind of kind of alluding to like how she becomes later on in the series but mm-hmm. um I, I don't know if you saw this because I didn't catch it until I started seeing some TikToks or whatever but at the end of the the episode once they're like kind of going into the to the city or whatever and that she wouldn't have like uh-huh. the buildings. If you look on the top left, when there's like lightning going on, you can see one of the infected like on the top of the building, and it's like the the clicker on the top of the building. Oh, really? Yeah. So ho- hopefully next episode we get a, a, a deep dive into like the to the infected and what they look like because you know we we got a little bit of a glimpse in like the first half, but they were you know they were just 
humans newly infected. Yeah. And and they said they were going to Bill's. Yeah, they were going to go to Bill's. Yep, yep. Bill and what, what was it? What's his what's his husband's name? I can't remember. Bill and Oh, I don't remember. <sighs> can't remember. I know you're talking. But yeah, about they, yeah, they're going to Bill's. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I heard. I heard one of the up, upcoming episodes is just extremely sad. Oh, I'm sure. It's probably the one heard, with the uh, the family they run into, um, the dad and the mom, and I think the mm-hmm, son. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh. but looking at the reviews, I mean, they they say the first episodes stick pretty closely to the game, and they and the, this first one did. Um, and I was a little bit worried about that, but. I mean, just the performances were so good. It was it was really cool to see that in live action. Um, yeah. But I heard that the kind of the latter half of the show, um, kind of deviates a little bit from the game. So that that could be really cool to see. But okay. Take first, more, first of all, liberties. I mean, this uh, starting off this this first episode was was incredible. Um, it it deserves all the praise it's getting. The hype is there. You know, hopefully it can carry it on through the entire series. But um, you know, th- this could go. This could be the best video game adaptation of all time <laughs> i mean it's, it's so that, far it's my favorite game. tv yeah. show adaptation yeah it's not even close i mean no right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um nick i'm gonna go say um good night to kellen and then okay. um we'll dive into what we've been playing when i come back sounds good i'm gonna dive into what we've been playing yeah uh since i haven't been playing much yeah. much of notes so I'll, I'll start um okay. yeah just playing playing through more of uh near Tomino, okay. sweet. Yeah, uh, I have I no idea. It, how... I got it on Switch. I'm, I need to. I need to pop it in and try it. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the the Switch port is really good. I heard, that's what I heard. Like, of course, there's like pop in and everything, but you know, for for the Switch, it's a uh, it's a bit of a miracle. So I've been having a good time with it. I am like seven hours in. I, I have no idea how long the the first playthrough is, but um, really enjoying it. I've been hitting some some really. Uh, interesting story beats. Okay. So, yeah, really interested to see how it all how it all plays out. Since you know, for the most part, I I don't know a ton about this game. Uh, so going in pretty blind, which is which is ex- it, very exciting. But yeah, I have a feeling this game's gonna be put on the back burner <laughs> I mean, when uh, Fire Emblem comes out I mean, on you Friday. Don't beat then, it in four days. Yeah, it's probably it's probably yeah now. And then Dead Space then, the week and after. Then Dead Space. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, what can you do? Oh, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting into the to the to the nitty gritty of the uh, of games starting to come out. We we had a little bit of a break, but um, yeah. Any, what about you? Uh, the only thing I played this week, uh, other than I played a little bit of Halo on Friday, um, which I'm excited because they got a uh, they got an event coming out tomorrow. Um, so you know, just still nice. playing that game. Uh, I I finally dived into Pokemon Violet. Um, okay. Yeah. Tell me about it. It's how is it? <laughs> You know, it's it's definitely it's definitely uh, a lot of pop in. Um, every time you you swing the camera around, it it, it dips in frames. Mm. Um, even every even time if, you move the yeah, camera. every time you, you move the camera around that I've seen, uh, and I be I even like whenever I'm done with the game, um, I like shut it down completely and then go back in. So, mm. so that heard that can help a little bit. Um, but yeah, any, anytime you touch the camera, it, it it drops in frames like four or five. Jesus. Um, like people, people in the background, uh, will will go down to like five or six frames. It, uh, but you know, it's not like once you get in there, it's not an 
ugly game per se. Like it's still got like a nice looking like environment and just I guess the bright colors help. Um mm-hmm. so it, it's got that it's got that feeling, but um you dive in, you you get started. They they kind of start you out really quickly, and like you, uh, you you get your you you get three you get the three Pokemon, uh, and then the, I think this is the first time they've ever done this, but you you go from your house and you have to walk to the uh, per, to the uh, the headmaster's like house or whatever that's like right down the road from you, and you walk with mm-hmm. the three Pokemon, so you get like a kind of a vibe of how they they walk around okay. and stuff like that, and. You can't like battle or anything with them, um, and then once you, once you get to the headmaster's house, you uh, you meet your rival, um, and then you and then you get to pick your your pick pick your Pokemon. I picked uh, Fukoko, the uh, the fire, oh, the fire alligator. Um, nice. And then I guess your your uh, your rival just picks whatever the weakness is. So he so she she picked the um, the grass type Pokemon. Um, hmm. So, uh, Spr- Sprigata, I think the cat. Not, not a big brain move right there. Yeah, not, a small not, brain move. Not big brain. Uh, and then, and then, like you, you fight her for the first time, learn how, learn how to do the battle system, and then you go up, and she's like, "Hey, meet me up at this point, and you know, here's some Pokeballs. Learn how to capture, and then mm-hmm. you, you know, you can capture Pokemon and kind of learn how it is. It's some Pokemon are like super small, and they're really hard to see, um, which I was having trouble with a little bit. Um, but I mean, yeah. it's kind of cool. Like, if if you kind of just want to like clear, like four or five Pokemon, and, and not necessarily worried about getting a ton of XP, you can just send your Pokemon out, and they'll fight for you, um, in kind of like real time. And as long as they're they're okay. stronger, they'll they'll generally win, and uh, they'll come back, and you know you'll get um, you know XP share. But again, it's like Is it know, less ten percent, maybe twenty percent of what you'd normally get. Uh, oh, so. But I mean, cool also if you bear. need to, because every time you you fight a Pokemon, like you get um, some sort of like material. So like if you need something specifically, like you could go to a group of Skip Bloom or whatever and 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 have them fight, um, or you know whatever the case is. So that's the only way I can really see that coming in handy. Uh, but yeah, um, the so far I mean the combat's pretty like it's a standard standard Pokemon kind of stuff. Like it's it's still fun, yeah. you know capturing Pokemon and, and, and what that, and, and all that, uh, you do get like your legendary bicycle Pokemon within the first 20 minutes of the game. Um, but you can't actually use it immediately. Uh, can't with it. yeah, it's not like another, okay. and I don't, I don't even know if you can fight with it at all. I mean, I'm assuming you, you can eventually, but the way it works is like, it'll, you'll have like your six Pokemon and then that Pokemon will be listed on the bottom of that as, but you can't, you can't like put it into your party or anything, at least as of yet, you can only eventually ride on it and stuff. So, um, wait, so you can only have five Pokemon in your party, but you have your, you have your normal six and then you have a seventh slot that's underneath that showing that showing Yeah. Showing that. I, I can't remember the name of the Pokemon, but showing the Pokemon there. Um, and it'll, it'll say press, plus to, to, to ride on it or whatever. Um, and you, and you can do that outside of the, the screen too, but, um, uh, okay. so I don't, I don't That's know cool. if you can actually ever battle with it. Um, I'm sure you can. Yeah. I, may, maybe point. you, yeah, I think, I think, I think you're right because I think when you're talking to the, the headmaster, he says that the Pokemon still has to learn abilities or upgrade his abilities or something like that. So maybe you could eventually fight with them. That would make more sense. Huh. Um, weird. 
So yeah, it kind of, it kind of opens you up, and you know, you you go into like a big area with like a bunch of trainers and stuff, and a bunch of Pokemon. So you can really spend some time there getting to to learn the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll eventually, you know, learn how to do like the the terrestrialization, which I think is so stupid looking. It's I, every Pokemon game yeah, has a freedom. every Pokemon game has a gimmick, for better or worse. You know, I thought like the Mega Evolution stuff was pretty cool. Um, for the most part, but again, a lot of times I felt like it wasn't really needed and it kind of just slowed down the battles because you couldn't skip those scenes. But the, from, from what I see, the terrestrialization is pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've only ever used it, I think once or twice now. So, uh, I haven't really gotten into like the, the, um, combinations of how it can be used in certain battles. But, uh, and then after that, you, it, it takes you, takes you to the school and that, that's kind of where, like, I was like, I don't know. It started to slow down for me. Cause it's like an hour of being in the school. Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit less, but you're just kind of, what are you going, doing? Uh, you're, you're, well, there's like Pokemon classes you can take. So like it, it, you can go to like math class and it's kind of weird. Like it'll, it's math, but it's, it's kind of tells you, you know, gr- okay. Grass is weaker than, you know, weak from fire and vice versa, you know, and you know, water and it's fire. Yeah, it was weird. Um, and then there's like a battle class you can take. It, it kind of just teaches you how to um, battle and stuff like that. Um, you have to do that. I don't think you had to. I think I think I thought I did, but I actually had to just talk to the headmaster after all the exposition was done. Um, and then and then it points then okay. it puts you into the open world, and, and there's like a bunch of different things you can do. Like, okay, there's these. Uh, you know, the, the, the main enemy of the game, you can go fight. There's like five different areas where you have to battle like their, their, uh, their boss or whatever. And you, and I guess mm-hmm. you get like some loot or something. I'm not quite sure. I haven't done one yet. Um, and then the, your rival's like, no, you should go, you know, do the gym thing or whatever. Um, so it really opens up. Um, so I, that's where, I, that's where I stop. So I'm, I'm a, I'm a few hours in, uh, and I think it's solid. I, I haven't, I haven't seen any crazy glitches or anything like that. I, I there's been, yeah. Once where I was doing a battle and I changed the camera because you can freely move the camera when you're in like in a, when you're in a proper battle, um, and it did go underneath the environment so I could see like the clipping and stuff, um, but nothing nothing crazy. I haven't seen anything crazy like I've seen on like TikTok and other YouTube videos of, of reviews of the game. So nothing yeah, crazy, I mean, but I, but I'm early on, so you know who knows. It, it might be like. I don't know. You're more like uh, when you're on TikTok and Twitter and YouTube, you're more likely to see the crazy glitches than you yeah. are <laughs> the normal ones or, or just nothing, you know? Yeah. Like no one's going to post a video of the game running smoothly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so far it's, it, I think it's pretty solid. Um, I, I definitely had more fun with legends at the start than I had with this, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's just now opened up. So um, we'll see what happens. It is in desperate need of voice acting. In desperate need. Is it weird? It's, it's is it weird so, without it? It's so weird. Like I just, and I think that's what slowed me down so much with when you're once you go into the school, because there's just a lot of text and, and reading, and it's a Pokemon game. Like for the most part, you know what you're doing. <laughs> yes, yeah, like you know, like it's so, one, you know, yeah. There, there's no like fast skipping the dialogue or anything like that. So yeah, I think this. I think they need to voice acting going forward. Uh, okay. I think. I think it just. It's just weird. That it doesn't have it at this point. Uh, even even freaking Zelda has voice acting now. So like, Pokemon, come on, you know. It's true. It does. Um. So yeah, I, I like it so far. I'm definitely gonna probably continue on, um, playing it. But 
you know, like you said, Fire Emblem's coming out this week, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But definitely not as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's good. Yeah. That's good to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how the gems actually work. Like, since. Yeah, I am too. Since there's no level scaling. But you can go anywhere, so I'm wondering if you can actually take on the gems in any order. Yeah, I don't know if, like, it'll, before I go in, like, if it's going to be, hey, you recommended level should be 35 or whatever. Or you have to, like, get in yeah. there and actually fight and it's like, oh, no, these these guys are super strong. Let me let me, let me me bail out and come back again later on. Or um, you come back later on and they're, like, super weak. Yeah. Cause... Yeah, because they don't scale. So, like, you just kind of... Um, Theoretically wait until the end of the game and then go through... Yeah. And you could just grind, grind it out and just yeah pummel through pummel your way through all the gems. So yeah, I don't know how necessarily fun that would be, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing some more. It's it's definitely uh it's definitely solid so far. Nice. Um, Nate, let's talk about kind of our topic of the week before we dive into the news. Um, we, we briefly let's mentioned Fire Emblem, but what, what's your hype level right now for this game? Oh, dude, it's like a ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm I'm so excited. I think I I think I'm gonna have more fun with this game than I than I did with Three Houses, and I had a ton of fun with Three Houses, but and I, I've talked about this a bunch. But uh, once you once you play through the game once, or once you get towards the end of the game, the the whole school system of like you know doing your class each each day and doing all the other activities and, and walking around and talking to everybody in between battles, it, it gets a little much. Yeah, and it, it gets a little samey. Whereas. I like the more traditional Fire Emblem experience where you're spending little time in between each battle. Maybe you're changing around equipment or, um, you know, you're just like kind of min-maxing your, your, your characters, but that's, that's the kind of stuff that I like. And it sounds like the Somniol, which is that, which is the hub area and skies in between, yeah. like the place you go in between each, each battle. It sounds like that is way more simplified and it's and the things in there are not required. They are very optional. And like, it's like, let's say you want to go cook or whatever that it's just going to give you like a little boost in the next chapter, but it's not like, Oh, I need to do this every single time to, to fully realize my, my character's growth or anything like that. So this one seems a lot more straightforward in that aspect. And that's the stuff that I'm excited for. Um, Yeah. So I'm pretty hyped. Are you, you are you gonna play it on permadeath mode? Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Because they also give you like ten rewinds per. Oh, okay. Per chapter, so yeah. there's really no reason not to to play with permadeath. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that um, three houses didn't have like the traditional like triangle. Oh, the weapon triangle. Weapon triangle thing. It, it didn't. I think there were. I think there were skills that. That gave you bonuses or gave you advantages against yeah. weapons. Like you could get like an axe breaker skill if you have if you have a sword that would do additional damage. But yeah, that was kind of weird that they took that out because like that's such a it's such a, like an iconic and pivotal part of that game. Like that that's what really makes it really fun. Is like is positioning all your characters so they don't get screwed. Yeah, I mean that's by... that was the scariest part. Is like oh gosh, a, a paladin's coming in. Or, um, and yeah, you know, it's coming in with a lance, and I <laughs> my character has a sword. You know, it's so gonna humbled. Yeah, and, and and this game seems really cool too because like your stance can get broken. So if you're if you're 
if, if that situation happens where a paladin comes and they have a lance and you have a sword, they'll break your attack so you can't counter mm, okay. that turn where normally you can you can counter with a follow-up attack. So that's gonna be really cool too. And it, and it's cool that like that can happen on both sides. So yeah. yeah, like it sounds OP because you know, theoretically you could just go through pummel everybody with with a weapon triangle, with with you know, a sword versus an axe or an axe versus a lance, but when they can do that to you, it's like they could all gang up on one of your characters, break yeah. their stance that turn, and then have everyone else attack them, and they can't attack back. Yeah, that's like that's pretty big. That, that yeah, that's huge. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm super hyped. Like, and I and I haven't really played a mainline Fire Emblem since since the GBA days. Mm. Um, I did play Fates, but I didn't. Wait, did finish. you not play Awakening? I thought. See, I thought I did, but I don't think I have that game. So if I don't have it, I, I didn't trade it in or anything. I'll, I'll have to double check. You need to pick it up. That's what you need to do. <laughs> but you I, need to get that game. I heard that's like the the last like really great. I mean, I, I mean, a lot of people like Three Houses, but like Awakening was like the last like like amazing, amazing Fire Emblem game. So that's what I, I, I mean. I would argue that Three Houses is is also amazing. It's just yeah. it's different. Okay, it's a lot different. But that's that that's a lot of people's first fire emblem game so like it's it's probably like a lot of people's favorite that's what like, i hear oh, I, like, want, I want these games was... to be like three houses yeah yeah whereas like i you know i started on the gba so i want them to be more like the gba games yeah but i, I can appreciate three houses i just don't want every single fire emblem to, to be like that and i'm excited i'm excited this is gonna be like your first yeah first one since the gba games because like this one like between the the weapon triangle the this kind of simplicity of everything and then the actual like combat animations mm -hmm. like they are really reminiscent of yeah. the gba titles like yeah. and i think i think those games have the best uh the the best animations like yeah. all the crit animations are just so oh, yeah. phenomenal oh dude i yeah i mean dude i remember <laughs> steal, stealing that game from you and i think i ended up beating one of those before you even did yeah oh yeah yeah you beat you beat uh <laughs> like seven sacred, before i did say was it sacred stones that i beat no i think it was the first one i okay. think it was um blazing sword okay okay because i yeah i had gotten to like chapter 17 and i had lost everybody except my three lords oh gosh <laughs> oh, shit i didn't know that <laughs> i didn't know that the death was permanent <laughs> yeah, whoops whoops so yeah I, i'm super excited I'm, I'm really excited just to play this thing on handheld because like that's the you know that's the vibe you know back in the day yeah yeah um so yeah i'm, I'm really i'm really excited I've, I've i'm excited for the reviews to hit tomorrow to see <laughs> like what it is like I, i'm sure it'll you know probably be in like the, the, in the 80s, 80s somewhere um I, I don't know if it'll be up in the 90s but you know, it'll probably be, it'll probably be like the high eighties, I'd imagine. Eighty five, eighty six. I can see it being lower than three houses, mainly because the story is probably not as good. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I don't care about I don't really care about the story of Fire yeah. Emblem. Like no, it's not no. it's not that like none of them have ever been that amazing. Like even three houses wasn't phenomenal. Like it was just it was cool that you were playing like you kind of end up playing against your classmates. You kind of end up fighting your classmates, and there's a lot of like morally gray stuff. But yeah, now the story like it's all been like, oh, there's a dragon, and you're trying to kill the dragon. And, <laughs> oh, you get betrayed. Your your dad dies, and there's there's a fire, and then some sort of emblem. And then, <laughs> yeah, there's an emblem and some fire. Awesome. So I I'm very excited for for just like the gameplay itself. I think yeah. that's it, always I, the best it, part. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be the best part. Sweet. Well, mm -hmm. we don't have to wait too much longer. Um, yep. like I said, we'll probably the reset tomorrow. We'll probably get some sort of like one one last overview trailer, you know, Wednesday or Thursday maybe, mm -hmm. and then uh, and then we'll have the game. Um, and then the other part of the uh, our, like our topic of the week here is 
so is something going on with Nintendo, or are people maybe just a little bit too hyped? Are they are they reading too in between the lines? So, and, and the reason I say that is because Doug Bowser, uh, CEO, right, of Nintendo of America. Uh, pr- uh, yeah, president. President. Okay, president. Yeah. Um, he he visited, uh, or he's he's currently in Japan. He he tweeted out that he was flying out, and then his next week was you know welcome to Japan. It was like a little Mario band or whatever. Um, and and people, a lot of people are thinking something big is going down. Whether it's mm-hmm. a lot of people are thinking hardware. Um, which I, I don't know. I, I I'm still on the fence about. I I just don't know if we would get hardware anytime soon, but Nick, we were talking about, by the front of the show where what they, they, in 2016, they announced the switch in October. Yep. And then in January had like the big blowout and then it came out in March. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're for, and, and my theory is if they're, if they're going to launch this thing, launch with the Zelda, right? I mean, it's, it's four months away. We're a little under four months away for, for Zelda. You know, yeah. if they were to announce something this week, which would be insane, or maybe next week, um, and have like a you know a director. I don't know if it's a director. They just announce the console. You know, who knows what they would do? But it's probably it's probably people just being a little bit too hyped up. You know, we're we're right around the corner from a direct, and people don't know exactly when that's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. we were thinking January, but now it's probably more of like a February thing for like a proper direct. So uh, Nick, what are your thoughts? What... I don't think there, I don't think there's any hardware <laughs> yeah. that, that is coming out this year. I think if anything, he's going over there to demo like prototypes yeah. to, to demo hardware okay. that they're working on. Um, cause he, he wouldn't go over there to like film anything with for a direct because they can just do that. Yeah. in in the, in the United States. And my my first thought was that he'd he'd just go over there for like a quarterly meeting, but you said he's been over there a few times over the past couple of months. So yeah, maybe they're gearing up new hardware. I don't I, I don't think there's anything launching. No, I, this I... year, especially with Zelda, like that's I I know the Switch was announced three months before it came out. I I feel like that was uh, a bit of an unusual circumstance, just with the Wii U. Yeah, and they, they really they, wanted to get it out as quickly as possible. Yeah. So they had to like, I don't know. They had to, they had to keep the gap small yeah. between announcement and release just to, to, you know, capture the hype. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if we'll see a, a new switch in, in four months. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that Zelda switch that got leaked, I think that could very that's, well be. I think that's real. Legit. So I, I don't think if that's real, I don't think there would be any sense of them putting out like a additional hardware. Um, yeah, and that's when we'll know. Like if yeah. they do announce a, a special edition, we'll know that they're not. Yeah, they're not announcing any new hardware anytime soon. Definitely not before Zelda because they want to sell those special edition consoles. Yeah, and like Nintendo of America, like they don't they don't make any games. They they do like localization. And I think mm-hmm. like marketing for for Nintendo. Um, so you know, if we got a direct right around the corner, we, you know, we've got Zelda coming right around the corner. May he may he may just be going over there to, like you said, test some stuff out, um, check in, go over like you know plans. Like you know, we all we don't know a ton about what Nintendo's offering at like the latter half of the year. So 
you know, maybe they're discussing those, discuss, you know, finalizing the direct that's going to be happening soon, going over those details. Um, so yeah, I think so funny. anything but hardware. I don't, I don't think we're going to get hardware anytime soon. So we're probably we always like how have we how long have we been doing this podcast since 2019? Yeah, so we've had 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. Every January, we've been like we have no idea what Nintendo is planning for the second half of the year. Yeah. And then, and then they have a direct and they still don't really announce what's coming for the latter half of the year. No. It's like, <laughs> here's everything through uh, May 30th. Yep. And then, and then we get the June direct. And that's like, that's the one that, that details, you know, August, September, October, November, December. Yeah. So, so I, I I always put all, I always put a lot of pressure on these on these directs, but like yeah. they never really show like the January ones just never never showed that much. Well, I think I think this is a big one. Like obviously we we we've we've got to I mean, we've got to know more about Zelda. Like that's yeah, obviously yeah. the the biggest we thing we we want to know. Um, and people are obviously speculating because we don't nobody actually knows anything. Mm -hmm. But you know some people are if if they're still supposed to be or not supposed to be, but people are theorizing that if there was a January direct that maybe it would be like a mini and then next month would be <laughs> like a like the the proper like Zelda like full on Zelda direct and something like that um so i you know who knows i mean there's since they started the directs there was in 2013 there was a January direct on on uh January 23rd um, and then in 2015, there was a, a direct on January 14th mm -hmm. and then on January 18th, uh, in 2017, there was a Fire Emblem direct. And then the last one to happen was a Nintendo direct yeah. mini on January 11th in 2018. And ever since then, I mean, there's been, I mean, hell, there was even one, there was even and two. The other ones have been February. Yeah, there's even two that the first direct wasn't even until April. But I think with Zelda coming out in May, like we're we're definitely gonna get something way before then. Um, and then the rest happened in February and in March and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, kind of all over the place with their direct. So it's really not a yeah, even if it's a Zelda direct only. Yeah, I mean, there's not you know there's there's a lot of different um, places where it could happen. My my best guess for a direct when it does happen is probably the first week in February. Is my is my best guess. Yeah, because um, that would be a few weeks before Kirby. Yeah, they'd show that, they'd show off Bayonetta, and then hopefully show a lot of Zelda. Yeah, or announce a separate direct for Zelda. Yeah, I mean maybe but, maybe they do it like a, a or, or they do it the week after Fire Emblem because. I don't know. It's always hard to predict. Yeah, because like, I still, and this is just the the greediness in me for just wanting more Nintendo. Like, I still want a regular direct because I want to know what else is coming. But then also, I want also want a Zelda direct because I just want like an hour or you know forty five minutes of just Zelda. Uh, but you know, I can yeah. also just see them put tacking it on at the end of a direct and give it just like twenty minutes or something like that. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, because we still haven't seen like we, just, we don't know anything about it. We've got like six minutes of total trailers. like gameplay slash trailers, and that's, that's like it. barely gameplay. That's that gameplay was so 
curated and so like each clip was so short like yeah maybe you can really barely seconds, tell 15 seconds of gameplay maybe total yeah i don't know they they really need to i mean they they don't need to say anything because it's gonna sell and people are so excited for it anyways but like i am like really anticipating them just yeah just giving us anything about this game that, that i don't know is... because i mean they're, they're i mean there's just Obviously, people are going nuts with just speculating and stuff like that, but, um, you know, there, there's a potential, like, potential, like, multiplayer aspect to Zelda, um, and, and people are theorizing that maybe it could be, like, some sort of, like, Dark Souls-esque, you know, because I, I don't think, like, mm-hmm. co- like straight-up co-op is going to happen. I, I just, I, I don't want that. I think um, that would kill the frame rate, too. Yeah. I don't even know if that's possible. But, like, I don't know, like, have, like, something where, you know, like, Dark Souls does where you have messages. You can leave messages for people. Hey, you know, go, oh, go, around, the, go around this corner and there's a there's a cave entrance. Or, hey, be careful, there's there's uh, goblins or moblins right or try, here. Or t- try tongue, butt yeah. hole or something Yeah, or, like or yeah. you just troll somebody and say, hey, there's tre- uh, <laughs> treasure below. <laughs> treasure below, and then you fall off. Like, how that would be awesome. Uh, but that's, the, really that's cool. the only multiplayer thing I think I would want. Um from a from a Zelda game, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I so much speculation, and we just we're just hungry for for it to rank. So yeah, we'll I, I, I don't think it's I don't think we'll see anything this week because they'll no. focus on Fire Emblem, and then next week is is next week the last week of January, or is there um, one more? Uh, there's a, there's one one and a half more weeks. Yeah, I mean, including next week, so. And we're getting there. I mean, they they could they could announce it. I don't know when, like January thirty first. That's a Tuesday, and then we have the direct, like on the second, like February second. But mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll get it eventually. I, I just it's just exciting because we know it's it's right. There's the just such a big game coming out yeah. that we just want to know more. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into uh, let's dive into the news. Um, uh, Callisto Protocol has not hit its sales expectations. I think, I believe the article said it was five million is what they expected to sell. Yeah, um, I saw that. And they they readjusted their kind of goals to around two million. Um, and I and I tweeted this earlier, um, but for a a brand new IP, a horror game, and it's a seventy dollar game for one. Like I I don't know why where these publishers come up with these numbers because didn't resident evil village like barely sell five million in yeah. in a year or in six months or whatever it was like that, that's like the that. biggest the biggest horror franchise and even that one struggles to hit you know huge numbers because because it's 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 a niche franchise yeah and, and plus reviews didn't bolt you know bode well for for them either so i mean i think just a culmination yeah, of all bad word of mouth you know um and yeah. Apparently, this game costs like two hundred million dollars to make. Yeah, I mean they they, they were like, they were toting it as like a, a quadruple A studio, you know, game, which is I don't know. And in, in hindsight, like, that's a little crazy to say. A little much. I mean, I mean, the game was gorgeous. Like it was one of the best looking games I think I've ever played. But just yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just I mean, the gameplay, like the the combat, I thought was really fun, but just. The slow animations of of healing and and trying to switch weapons just killed it. I thought for, mm-hmm. for a lot of the for a lot of the sections. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Like, I don't. I mean, do you think this game will get a sequel? Probably not. 
Probably not. I don't think so. I mean, there's there's DLC coming. Like, they have a season pass, I think. I, I don't know if you can buy it yet, but um, there is a season pass. So we'll inevitably get, you know, how the game ends, because it kind of ends, like, pretty abruptly. So, um... Unless that's saved for a sequel. Maybe, yeah. I mean, unless, yeah, unless they, they dive into... I don't know someone else on the on the station or whatever. Um, they, mm-hmm. they, they could definitely do that, but uh, I mean, I'll be interested in the season pass when it drops. But yeah, I think expectations are just a little bit too high for sales for this game. Yeah, five yeah five million is a lot. Yeah, for, for a new for IP, a new new IP. Yeah, in any genre. Yeah, but in, you know. but horror like horror is just not a huge genre. You know. Yeah. Hopefully, this doesn't deter studios from for making horror games and they realize that it's probably bad forecasting and bad word of mouth that you know cause them to be below expectations like two million is still pretty good yeah i mean that's that's great but maybe not on a 200 million dollar budget but yeah i mean what 70 times two million that's 140 million dollars i mean it Granted, that's not Lost. straight up. Uh, yeah, not straight up. And it's not all theirs. Yeah, I mean, you got to, whatever. Yeah. They did. They advertise the hell out of it, though. Mm-hmm. I see. I see ads everywhere online for yeah. Callisto. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, you want to? Um, you want to read the next one, Nick? Yes, yeah, so, man. Ubisoft. They just can't catch a break. Uh, turns out Mario Rabbit, Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope didn't meet sales expectations and neither did just dance. Um, they canceled some un- unannounced projects and then skull and bones has been indefinitely delayed. Yeah. They, they said it could be, I guess, release like coming out in the next year ish, but they didn't give it an exact release date. They, they did said it's still mm-hmm. definitely coming. Um, they released like, I think 30 minutes of like gameplay, but yeah, man, like, I saw this one comment. I can't remember where it was, but someone said that that Ubisoft has been uh, what's the, what's the term um, creatively bankrupt since like Far Cry Three because ever since Far Cry Three, it's just been the same game yeah. over and over and over and over. Um, same open world game, same objectives, yeah. same fetch quests. Yeah. And like games like Mario and Rabbids, like the first one was was really good and did really well. Second one also really good. I think they released it at a bad time. Yeah. October was so overcrowded. And and again, maybe maybe going to like what the Callisto protocol is, maybe maybe their just expectations of sales were just too mm-hmm. high. I mean, the, Mario and Rabbids, the first one came out five years ago. And it, and it sold really well, but I mean, it was discounted all the time. Yeah. So I mean, maybe they just thought people were just based off of those numbers, they were going to jump in for the sequel. But I mean, like you said, I mean, there's so much stuff around around that game release um, as far as other games go. That I mean, yeah, people have caught on, man. They they know that Ubisoft games go on sale like mere weeks after launch. Like no one's going to yeah. buy. I mean, no one's going to buy the next like Far Cry at launch because they know it's going to be thirty bucks by Black Friday. Exactly. You know um, why? Like, and they're all the same. Like, yeah. it's all it's the same thing, just just recoded in a, in a different country, in a different area. 
Yeah, and I, I think I think they're thinking that hopefully the the next Assassin's Creed that comes out um, is going to do really well for them because you know I think a lot of people are clamoring that they don't want an eighty hour RPG Assassin's Creed game again. They want something that's a little bit smaller scale. They want mm-hmm. like a traditional Assassin's Creed game, and I, you know, when these you know these games cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make. Of course, that's, that's just that's just not sustainable. Especially like Ubisoft yeah. doesn't really have like other than maybe just dance. They they probably sell like dance packs and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not quite sure how that works, but they don't really have a game that like makes them money, like constant money. You know, they're, they're not like a Fortnite or a Call of Duty where you know Activision has other games that they make, but they could always rely on the Call of Duty money to continuously give them money, whether it's you know, skin, season pass, whatever, about yeah. pass. Um, they don't, they, they always try. Like they, they, they had a bunch of free to play games that came out yeah. over the past five to five to seven years. Like they, they tried with multiple IP and just like they had that apex like game. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know you're talking about like that. It kind of crashed. They had, I don't know. They, they had a few other free to play. They, they had like the roller drone, game like they like they always try interesting stuff like they had you know steep and they had riders republic which it's fun it's a fun game but it kind of still has that like open world ubisoft problem and then yep of course they discounted it to 30 bucks like a week after it came out and i was like i was kicking myself for for (laughs) buying it day one yeah i'm never gonna do that again yeah that that, i mean that's i think you're i think you nailed it it's just like Ubisoft has just that perception that, you know, within a couple of weeks, it's going to get discounted for some reason. And yeah. it's fine to just wait or, you know, or just wait, you know, a year to play. Cause wait, it's six months, like 10 bucks or something crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think for the most part, like other than Assassin's Creed, um, like Valhalla, like I, I just haven't touched a, a Ubisoft game in a very long time. I just don't find those mm-hmm. games that much fun anymore. Um, I haven't played Far Cry since four, I think. Or uh, what? What was the? Oh gosh, what was like the um, Primal Far Cry Primal? I think came after came after four, um, and that was pretty good. But yeah, I mean, just that formula is so bland to me now. Played out. Yeah, played out. Yeah, yeah, I played Far Cry 5. That was alright, but... Yeah. And Skull of Bones just looks kind of dreadful. Yeah. I don't know. It just does not look good at all. Uh, and there's no, like, off-boat it combat. extremely unfun. Like, no, no off-boat ex- exploration that I can tell. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I know, I know it'll come out, but it, I know it'll probably just launch in a rough shape and, and be dead on yeah. so... I wanted to come out because I want them to stop pouring resources into a game that's not going to sell well. Yeah. Yeah, like this game, it's not going to do great. No. I, I, I can feel it. Like this is not, it's not going to be a new IP. It's not going to be a big hit. Like, yeah. I, I don't think the premise is, like the, I don't think the premise looks that fun, but maybe maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but you got Sea of Thieves that is a, your, your pirate game. And you granted, they're a little bit different, but I mean, that that's come out and done really well. You know, it started out rocky, but yeah. it's it's still maintained like it's it's numbers. So, good player base. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and the last story, well, second to last story, Xbox and Bethesda are having a um, a, a developer direct on January twenty tenth. Uh, right. So next week, um, and start, and that they're going to focus on uh, Forza, Redfall, um, Minecraft, Minecraft, and something else. Uh, Wait, did you say Forza? Forza, yeah. Forza, Redfall, Minecraft. I thought there was one more game. Yeah, there's one more. And then they, they did say there's going to be another Starfield-focused direct coming a little bit later on. Um, yeah, I'm glad they said something about that because yeah. people would, would really be worried. Yeah. So is that is that the only thing that they're showing or is that just what they're focusing on for the majority? That Okay, that's all I'm going to expect. Yeah, I don't, I like, don't really know. That's uh, kind of a bummer. Like, I, I thought they should they should hit the ground running with, with stuff that they have, but... Oh, Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I really wanted them to come out, like like I said, just hitting the ground running with, with all their announcements and stuff. But, I mean, I, I'm excited for Redfall. I think I yeah. think they need to get... Looks good. They need to get out of... Um, head and say hey this is just not a left for dead clone they need to show like some really awesome gameplay and stuff like that which you know looking at it it's not definitely a left for dead clone there's there's more to it but uh, i think they need to get ahead of that and, and kind of get that out and um yeah i think they say mm-hmm. starfield's coming out in like this first half i think it's gonna be a november game i think it'll be summer you think, I think summer? it'll be late summer okay i could see like that august july or august because they wouldn't release it close to redfall because well, that, uh, well, that i think i think sense. redfall would be like a june game either like an april or june game i think they stay away from zelda um, yeah it's got to be one of those two they can't do may unless they did really early may i mean zelda's may 12th i mean <laughs> really late I, don't, I wouldn't want to touch i wouldn't want to be near that month near. of the tinfoil is, is another game even releasing in may there there might be but i'm not, I'm not quite sure um they they don't have anything released in May, I don't think. Uh, yeah, either April or June, I could see maybe Redfall, and then I don't know, maybe maybe Starfield comes out in September or July, maybe. I feel like it, I feel like it would be like a really good summer game. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine. We just need to yeah. see more of that game because right now I'm just I'm just not. It's hard to be excited. Yeah, I'm just not like pumped for it at all. So yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's the only thing they're focusing on, that's kind of a bummer. Because like, I I really don't care that much about Forza. Obviously, Elder Scrolls, I never played online. Right. You know, could, could care less. Um. So yeah, yeah, a bummer if that's it. But, but maybe, maybe they'll have some some other stuff. But like you said, that's all we're gonna expect. So we can't necessarily be, you know. I mean, I guess at the very least, I'm glad they're having a showcase. I'm glad they're they're showing some games, but. Only four? Like, they can't even, like, throw some third-party games, some indies, maybe try to get a Hollow Knight in there to some degree. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. It's like... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they, they go over Game Pass stuff, and, I mean, just here's some more yeah, Game I'm sure Pass Yeah, pa- I'm sure stuff. there are more Game Pass games coming. Yeah. I mean, we've got um, Monster Hunter coming out soon. Uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Uh, actually, I remember them... Thought the Game Pass Twitter account said something about the developer direct, but maybe maybe that's just because all those games are on on Game Pass. Yeah, that could be could be why. 
but you know, I don't know. They can show up like Wo Long, like that's coming out on Game Pass. There's Atomic mm-hmm. Heart that's coming out on Game Pass in the near future. So I mean, they could, but they they said partnered so or, or developers. So maybe that's just specifically first party stuff. So yeah, I don't know. But but you know, it's Plus cool. It's cool that cool that they're they're doing something. Yeah, I mean, and they could always do another something else in like the following month. Yeah. Uh, Nick, let's switch over real quick, and then we'll do our last story, and then we'll we'll wrap up. Okay. All right. So our last story, uh, another Nintendo story, but um, there there's some patents out there, uh, specifically a VR patent, um, that was discovered that kind of also mentioned that potential, the next potential Switch system or whatever the next hardware is may not have backwards compatibility. Um, and obviously, companies file patents all the time that that yeah. don't ever, you know, bring the light of day of, of some of these, you know, uh, concepts and stuff like that. They just they patent it just so just in case, you know, they want to do something with it in the future. They can, but um, I I don't know if Nintendo does VR. I think that's very weird. Uh, I mean, they've got their, you know, the. The, um, the, labo. Gosh, the labo vr thing which you know it's not necessarily vr but they've got that i just don't see nintendo going into the vr Cause, space cause, yeah because to, to be able to do vr you need to have a really powerful console yeah and that's not really their focus i mean i i, I don't know how they would do it i i if they especially if they have an, uh, an entire console centered around vr i think that's a yeah. bad idea I think, yeah, I, do I, I don't know. It might just be like a. Do you, it, is it just a peripheral? Like, is that what the patent was well, for? It, it shows like it, it. The patent shows like something connected to the TV, and then there's someone has something like on their face, like goggles, and then it's also mm-hmm. got people with their phones so that, that they can look like watch what you're playing on your phone. Um, okay. So I mean, kind of, kind of like the Oculus, I guess. You know, you you can watch people play and stuff like that, and you can put it on to the TV and stuff. So, who knows? You know, I, I I don't think VR is. I think they just kind of iterate on the Switch. I, I think they've kind of nailed that. Hybrid yeah, system. they don't want to leave that player base behind. Yeah, I I think the hybrid system is is really just kind of their bread and butter. Like they just really nailed something with. with but having them both the handheld and the the TV, uh, I I just don't mm-hmm. see them. You know, may, maybe after like the next, you know, not the next iteration, but the one after that, maybe we'll see something completely different. But I think they just they they stay on the ride of the high of the switch, and just continue on with that and just give us better hardware. Um, yeah, and better and, and better controllers, please, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the Joy Cons? <sighs> You're not a Joy Con boy. They're all right. I mean, I think maybe eventually they would they would have like a VR peripheral that you can like slide your switch into and put yeah. it on your face if it, if the switch isn't too heavy, or at least at least for the switch too or whatever. Yeah, and and that could be like their VR, their their VR thing. But I can't see the entire console being focused around that. Yeah. Like, who was it that said? It might have been Reggie that said like, or or, or Miyamoto, someone said like. VR just, it, it's so um, secluded. So secluded, yeah. It's so lonely. Like yeah. you, you're in a room with a bunch of people, but but it's just you, and like no one can really get involved. And they, he said that until they can 
break that barrier until they can break that boundary, then yeah. then they wouldn't be interested in. Yeah, in I mean, which, because... which, I mean, I've, I've looked at the patent. I mean, there's it has a room, you know, of like six or seven people, and they're all in different ways participating in this VR. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. mean, it's a possibility. Um, as someone that doesn't really care for VR at all, um, I I don't want them to do that. But like you said, if there's like a peripheral or something that you can you know, like a separate thing, like maybe like a PlayStation VR or something that kind of complements the system, then maybe that's a possibility. But um, yeah. something like if it's completely focused on VR and that's how you have to play, that that just doesn't make any sense to me. That, that's just such a niche market right now for the most part. Yeah. Um, I mean, Switch 2, yeah. Switch 2 is a hot topic. You know, we're, we're approaching the, the six-year mark and yeah. I can see Nintendo like riding this out for another year because... Sales for the Switch aren't dipping. They're still yeah. they're still pretty solid. Yeah. Like they've they've been in a better place, you know, at this point than they have been in a, in a long time. Yeah. And I mean the, the, the I, units I just are, can't see them like going away from that. Yeah, I mean like the hardware like sales are is going down a little bit, and you know that that's going to happen. But like the sales, mm-hmm. the game sales are still doing really well. So I mean like yeah, the, you know the the attach rate is really good with with the Switch. Um, I mean, we, we said it before, like, games just sell on the Switch because there's so many, um, so many units out there that people are just kind of eating anything they can up. But mm-hmm. um, but specifically the backwards compatibility thing, I think it would be, like, a crime. Just, it'd be, not like, the worst decision for Nintendo not to have backwards compatibility for the next thing. Yeah. I, I, like, I like, don't, I don't want to leave the Switch behind yet. I, I mean, I just, I just think... It, it it's crazy. Like I, I just think going forward, regardless of what company is doing it, like everything should always be backwards compatible. I, I just think there's no no reason for it not to be going forward for any company. You know, Xbox yeah. has obviously been like the best about it. Um, you know, starting with you know the the 360 and getting all of like the Xbox games on there, and then and they just kind of kept that momentum going. But you know, I. Uh, yeah, I, I just yeah. Unless unless Nintendo like transitions outside of the the hybrid console market and goes strictly to a home console, yeah, like that would be tough because it's it's you know switches cartridge based and they would probably do discs. Yeah, I mean point. if they ever, but, I mean like, I'm not gonna get mad if they switch to discs, but because I mean that's that's a hard that's just a hard thing to even comprehend like trying to get you to download all your games but if as long as the state's cartridge page cartridge base it needs to it needs to be backwards it needs to be backwards yeah yeah and I, and I think it will i think i think whatever we get next is going to be a switch to equivalent I, it's probably not gonna be called a switch to but it'll be something along those lines hopefully a good name not new nintendo switch i think they've learned their lesson with all that stuff or at least I'd, I'd like to think that they did. I'd like to but... think that, but I'd be like, switch this or switch back or something stupid. Switch, switch my way or something. I don't know. Switch back. You switch. So I, I think Super Switch is a good one. Yeah, Super go, Nintendo go to, Switch. Yeah, go back to the back to the NES roots. I mean, that would be that would be cool. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad about that. It's... Switch you. <laughs> oh, God. No, please, please, no. Is it an add-on? Is it a peripheral to the Switch? <laughs> what is this thing, man? I don't know. So, 
yeah, I, I think it's going to be backwards compatibility, compatible with whatever they do next. But yeah, any last thoughts on that topic? Twenty twenty four. Yeah, spring twenty twenty four. I think launches spring twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys, that is going to wrap up the show. We hope, hopefully, everyone um, enjoyed all the conversations. And uh, again, um, keep up with The Last of Us with, with us as we as we dive yes. into each episode. I, I don't know if we'll do every deep dive like that as long as we talk about it. But if it I mean if it's that good, and there's a lot to talk about. We'll we'll definitely keep it on rolling. But we'll definitely mention it every show and, and kind of give our mm-hmm. like you know opinions on how we thought and how it compared to the game and you know how it deviates and stuff like that and all that yep. stuff. Um, Nick, where can they uh, follow us on all of our stuff? On all of our stuff? On Twitter, you can follow us at GamingWTBros. If you want to email us, you can email us at GamingWithTheBros at Yahoo.com. Email us any questions and we'll answer them right here on the show. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram or on TikTok, it is GamingWithTheBrosCast. We have a different name a different handle for every uh every platform yeah. so we keep it we keep fresh. it spicy for you yeah, keep it spicy. fresh <laughs> cool all right guys we will uh we will be back next week next monday with some more last of us thoughts fire emblem thoughts fire, fire emblem Engage thoughts super excited for that uh yes maybe, sir maybe some nintendo stuff we don't even know Gosh. <laughs> we have no idea rex right. next monday yeah we'll see you next monday <laughs> bye-bye bye-bye <laughs>